Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Game Week 22 Knee Jerk Stream. Even though Game Week 21 has been going on for about 57 days, um, it's still not over. We've still got Brighton versus Wolves tomorrow. But I didn't think there was anything that was going to be so major that could happen in that game, which warranted stopping uh, or postponing the stream, I guess, a little bit longer. So we're going to talk about what's happening in Game Week 21. I'm going to be honest with you. This game has been going on so long. I'm not sure I can even remember what happened last weekend. Um, and obviously, ahead of Game Week 22, there's a lot of waiting for Carabao Cup, FA Cup results before we make any decisions. But we're going to talk through any questions you've got and just go from there. It might be a shorter stream than normal. We will see how it goes. A few people in the chat that own Jota, someone even Captain Jota, Mega Hall. I think he finished on 16 points or something like that. Not as much as Gabriel, 17-pointer, absolute legend. Um, I'm on 68 points all out. So all of my players have now finished. Uh, Pedro Porro is coming off the bench for Trent. I've included that 68 points. Uh, included that in the 68 points. I've had a pretty good week. Um, no matter what happens tomorrow, I'm going to be on a green arrow. Obviously, oh, just on 19 points. Sorry, sorry. Forgot about the three bonus. Um, I'm I'm going to be on a green arrow no matter what happens tomorrow, unless Estupinian gets like a 60-pointer or something. So I'm pretty happy. Another green arrow. I reckon I'm going to finish inside the top 50k. I'm I'm about 38k now. That's probably going to drop a little bit. Um, Gordon, 7-pointer against Man City. Richarlison, 8-pointer against Man United. Palmer obviously scored the penalty last week. Alvarez, Watkins, Solanke, and Saka all blank. So did Ariola. But double Arsenal defence, really, double Arsenal defence has been so good for me. And not necessarily just the actual points they've got, but it just allowed me to focus on other stuff and just don't ever worry about them. And it's going to be the same next week as well. If I have to play them, happy days. Um, the strike force is shambolic. Alvarez, Watkins, Solanke. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't refreshed the points, actually. Solanke's on um, two points, not one. We did get subbed off a little bit early in that game. Not too bad. Um, selling selling Nunez to get Alvarez hasn't really paid off at all, but it is what it is. Why didn't you listen to me about Connor Bradley? Yeah, maybe I should have brought him in. Um, 8K would have been higher if it wasn't for Jota. Yeah, I bet you could say that about loads of players, right? Would have been higher if all the other players you didn't own scored. I mean, Bowen ended up playing. He blanked, so that was good. I'm not really sure. I can't like what What else even happened? I've got to remind myself of what happened last week. Chelsea won 1-0. City won 3-2 against Newcastle. Kieran Trippi is apparently wanted by Bayern Munich now. Bayern Munich just buying lots of English players. Uh, Villa drew 0-0 with Everton. Man United also drew 2-0. 
Arsenal absolutely smashed it yesterday, 5-0. Saka with nothing. Lots of people frustrated with Saka. I'm going to be honest with you, like looking ahead to next week, I, I have no idea what moves I'm going to make. Like no idea whatsoever. I, I don't think, I, I don't see myself buying Jota. I don't see myself buying De Bruyne. Um, I've got Ariola against Bournemouth for home. Trent against Chelsea at home. I'm hoping he's going to be back. I'm hoping he's going to be back for that. Gabriel against Forrest away, who's flagged. But even if he misses out, I've got Saliba on the bench. Porro against Brentford at home and Richarlison. Uh, Gordon against Villa away. Palmer against Liverpool away. Saka against Forrest away. And then Alvarez, Burnley at home. Watkins, Newcastle at home. And Solanke, West Ham away. So there's not really, there's not really too many players there that I look at. I think they've absolutely got to go. So a lot will just be dictated by what happens in the cup, basically. Um, by the time we get to the game week 22 deadline, Egypt will have played their round of 16 knockout game. So there is potential, obviously, they could be knocked out. They're, they're not going to be favourites to be knocked out, of course, but it could happen. Um, Salah's also injured as well, something else I've forgotten about. He's probably going to miss the next two games for Egypt. Who knows after that? But I've got two free transfers still. Um, and I'm quite happy with the decision to only use one last week because coming out of a green arrow, two free transfers going into game week 22 is going to be uh, big. All right, let's see, let's see what questions we've actually got, which I can answer that aren't just, yeah, let's wait and see what happens in the cup. What, what else has happened since last game week? We know that Brentford versus Burnley is on. We know that one of Arsenal versus Chelsea or West Ham versus Villa is also going to be on as well in game week 29. Uh, Pranav, member for 16 months, got both Jota and Darwin. Very, very nice. Um, Diaz came off quite early. I think that was good for any Nunez or Jota owners. Obviously, the sooner Salah's back, the worse any of those players get, I guess. If Haaland's fit, would you sell Watkins or Tony? Uh, probably Watkins, just because Tony's got the double coming up soon in game week 25. Um, I, it doesn't... Lo lots of journalists are saying that Newcastle don't want to sell Trippier. Which makes sense, I guess. But I don't know if it's necessarily the worst move to make. Like, does Trippier being sold stop them from getting European place? Maybe not. They've already got Liveramento ready. He's maybe not as good as Trippier, but there's an option there. And obviously Trippier's not getting any younger. I mean, he's got 18 months left on his contract. I don't think it'd be the worst time to sell him if you get a decent amount of money. But I don't see it happening. If I had De Bruyne, would I sell him? Why? If you've got De Bruyne, he's got Burnley at home next week. I mean, he might not start, but if you bought him, you already knew that was a possibility, I assume. Uh, will Bernardo Silva start against Burnley with De Bruyne being back? Uh, almost certainly, Ed. Bernardo Silva hardly ever misses out. Uh, Doyle, member for one month. Thank you very much. If Harlan is back, is that going to be your transfer? Yeah, okay, let's discuss that. If Harlan is back, will that be my transfer? Well, first of all, I think I need to see him play in the FA Cup. Because if he doesn't, I'm not sure I can justify bringing him in. I'm a little bit skeptical about how he will come back as well. As in, so far, since Haaland came to Man City, apart from when Man City won the league, and you know there was a few games left, or when Haaland's been injured, he hasn't been rested, right? He's played every single game. And he's almost played as many minutes as Man City have needed him to. So if they're obviously like 3-4-0 up, they can rest him and they bring him off early. We haven't seen Haaland's minutes be restricted yet. And I wonder if that's going to happen when he's back. Because if, this, if it's this stretch for, uh, stress fracture, a lot of people are saying that 
It's not, it's not something you can just, you know, have surgery on and, and fix, right? It's all about just managing the pain or whatever. So obviously, if Haaland's back and playing, then I'm going to have to get him. And the only way I can get him is to sell Trent or Salah. I just, I, I don't know if he's going to come back and play 90 minutes every single week, I guess is the point. And, and I, I know what people are thinking, right? That doesn't matter because he can score well enough about that. And I agree. But if the decision is Salah or Haaland in a couple of weeks, and Salah's playing every single game 90 minutes, and Haaland we're not quite sure about, then all of a sudden, is Haaland as needed? So to answer the question, if Haaland's back, will that be my transfer? I presume it probably would be, but I don't think it's a guarantee. I mean, I'd want to captain him. Like, if he plays 20, 30 minutes in the FA Cup, and then he's going to start against Burnley, then I probably would just get him and captain him. But I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's as clear-cut as it probably looks. It'd be hard to resist him, right, with Burnley at home. Um, everybody wants... I already had Jota, now everyone wants him. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, to be honest. <laughs> I don't see myself buying him. It's Chelsea at home, Arsenal away, and they're not easy fixtures. There's no guarantee about his minutes longer term. I don't know if I'm... I don't really have... I, I think I'd rather buy Foden, maybe. Maybe buy Foden instead of Jota. Damsgaard, 4.8 million. Is this a steal for game week 25? I mean, it's quite cheap. I'd have to... Let me just have a quick look at his minutes. Because I don't think... I could be wrong before I say this. I'm not convinced he's a player that gets lots of regular minutes. But I've I got to be honest, I haven't looked a huge amount at him. Yeah, 73 minutes. But before that, 23, 45, 67, 25, 21. I mean, maybe if you need someone really cheap to enable another move. But I don't think Damsgaard is going to be top of our, our list for game week 25. Nice to be able to tune in live. Thanks for joining me, Steve-O, and everyone else. It's been so long. I feel like, I don't know, I'm really conscious about making videos this week because I just don't want to make stuff for the sake of it. And so much is, so much relies on what, what happens in the cup, right? I don't think it's going to necessarily completely alter our moves, but do you know what I mean? Like the, the injury news, we need those updates before we can make any decisions. The cup games, you know, international tournaments as well. I mean, it's not just Salah and... You know Egypt that could go out. Um, I haven't been I haven't been keeping up the last the last day or so. I don't know if there's been more matches, but I did see a tweet going around saying that because of what's happened in the group so far, there's a good chance that in the knockout rounds it could be South Korea versus Japan, and obviously they're two of the favourites. So one of those two teams is going to go out, and if and if South Korea are knocked out and Son's back earlier than we expected. Maybe he's an option. But then, of course, the counterpoint is, well, if he comes back and then they're going to blank in game week 26, do we need him? And I guess that's what we need the information for, right? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see... We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Uh, Chelsea at home is an easier fixture than everyone else makes it out to be. Yeah, but it's still like, I see Chelsea at home, Arsenal away, next two fixtures. It doesn't really scream to me. I've I got to rush out and buy Jota, you know? Uh, we need the videos, but they, they, they're going to be semi-useless. So that's the problem. I know this isn't completely to do with FBA, but is Canate better than Saliba? Uh, no, I don't think so, but he was very good today. One of the best players on the pitch, I would say. McAllister ran ran things for Liverpool. 
I mean, obviously, Nunez and Jota will get a lot of a lot of chat because of you know scoring a brace, and, and Jota was definitely good. So was Nunez, but McAllister and Canate probably the two best Liverpool players. I would say is Darwin essential? Uh, nope. I wish I hadn't sold him though. Uh, Jota is quite fixture proof. No, nobody's fixture proof. Nobody's fixture proof. That's just something people say after a player scores a couple of goals against tough teams. No, nobody's fixture proof. Like no, nobody does just as well with tough fixtures as they do with easy fixtures over a long period. It, of course, Jota can go and score goals against just anyone, but he's still not as good an option. Um, is Trent back for Chelsea? We don't know. Is the honest answer. Um, I think Klopp said he hopes they're going to return next week to like training. Who's the Who's the Liverpool journalist? Is it Paul Joyce? Uh, yes, I think. Is that who was tweeting? No, it's not Paul Joyce that I'm thinking of. Who's the other? Oh, James Pierce. Yeah, I think he was tweeting about it. Well, maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was someone else. I saw a tweet before I came on that said that Klopp's hoping they'll be back next week, like training. And so, given that the Given that the Liverpool game against Chelsea isn't until next Wednesday, that gives him just over a week to get ready. I'm hoping he'll be back. Hoping he'll be back. I mean, if, if Trent's back and Salah is potentially back soon, then getting Haaland suddenly becomes a tough decision. Uh, is Jota getting 500,000 plus transfers in this week? Probably, yeah. Jota will play number nine when Salah comes back. Darwin on the right. Wait, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Salah will be on the right. How does that work? Would I take a City defender over an Arsenal one? Uh, possibly, yeah, I would right now. Like, if I was buying you and I had the choice between Gabriel or Walker, I'd probably buy Walker just because, obviously, Burnley at home, better fixture than Forest away, and they've got the double in 25. Like, generally, I prefer Arsenal attackers because, you know, Gabriel and Saliba, Saliba especially, right? But Gabriel, I, we can pretty much say he's back to being nailed, I would say. So you know that. And also, their defensive data is great. And, and they've got probably more attacking threat than most Man City defenders. But I think with the double coming up and Burnley at home this week, I probably would favour a, a Man City defender over a, over a um, Arsenal. I can't remember what I just said. I, can't, I, can't, I saw a message on my watch. Um, yeah, I probably would prefer an Arsenal to a Man City one right now. Darwin on the left. Yeah, look, again, so yes, there is a possibility that Nunez on the left, Jota through the middle and Salah on the right is the current first choice front three for Liverpool um, and I, I and I guess as always I'm not I'm not trying to argue that Jota is a bad pick far from it right we know how good he is when he gets minutes but it's not just about the starts it's also about how many minutes they get on the pitch and as soon as you add more attackers there's just more chance of coming off early so I just that's just I don't see myself buying Jota right now but it doesn't mean it can't happen in the future. I mean, to be honest with you, my current midfield is is Richarlison, Gordon, Palmer, Saka, and Salah. I've got money in the bank as well. I've got 3.9 million. So I can basically transfer Gordon to whoever I want. And that is potentially a move that I could do. But I don't think Villa away this week is that bad for Gordon. Then he's got Luton at home, Forest away, and Bournemouth at home. There's not really a need to sell him either. So I a move that I would like to do is to try and... In a perfect world for my team, Haaland wouldn't be available for Burnley at home because that means that Alvarez is still a good option despite the lack of returns. And it also potentially just lets me set up for future doubles or blanks. So I could even move Charlie Taylor onto someone and just bench whoever I bring in and just leave the, the rest of the 11 as it is. So we'll see. Um, as for De Bruyne, do I see myself buying him? Obviously, I got a lot of comments on videos, not just on YouTube, but on TikTok and Instagram because especially on Instagram and TikTok, because I made a short 
And I said I couldn't believe that people were buying Kevin De Bruyne because he wasn't going to start. And obviously then he comes off the bench and gets a goal and assist. makes me look stupid. But I still stick with the fact that I don't want to buy players that aren't going to start. And I know the argument will be that De Bruyne is so good that he can get points in 20 and 30 minutes. And I understand that he's done that recently. That won't keep happening, though. And if I told you right now that De Bruyne wasn't going to start the next two games, would you still buy him? I mean, maybe with Haaland not around and Salah not around and spacing our midfield and money to burn, maybe you could still go for him, right? But I won't buy him unless I think he's going to start. And he said himself he doesn't see himself starting anytime soon. But it's a bit tricky to know because Pep said last game week that he was fine to start, but then he didn't start him. So I, I don't know. Um, I don't see... I don't see myself buying him until I can be certain he's going to start. He's been out for a while. They're obviously managing him. And so I just I just hope that he comes off the bench a few times and doesn't absolutely smash it. But he is so good. Uh, best defender under 5 million, Robinson at Fulham. Oh, you put me on the spot there. Like, I mean, have I thought about defenders under 5 million? I mean, Doughty is probably going to have a double in 25, even though it's not a great one. Although, of course, he'll blank in 26 as well. So not ideal. Um... Crystal Palace, I know they haven't been great recently, but Sheffield United at home this week, Burnley at home in 26, Luton at home in 28. Maybe a maybe a maybe a Crystal Palace defender. Uh, and Gabriel is Gabriel's five million. So if you could stretch to five million, he looks like a good option. Um Yeah, if Trippier goes, Liveramento. I mean Dan Burns not a bad shout, yeah. Um who put that in the chat? Someone put that. I uh, can't see it now. But yeah, Dan Byrne, 4.4 million. I mean, you wouldn't necessarily want him for Villa away, I don't think. But the three fixtures afterwards are not bad. Luton at home, Forest away, Bournemouth at home. they got Wolves at home in 27. Don't mind don't mind Dan Byrne. Estupinian as well. Uh, is he actually, has he gone up to 5 million? Oh, he's 5.1. Yeah, okay, so he doesn't fit the bill. Uh, Fulham defender. I mean, I don't massively rate the Fulham defense, I guess. Robinson's fairly attacking. The fixtures are quite good. I think I'd maybe lean towards more a Newcastle defender, though. If someone told you Jota would get 19 points against Bournemouth, you would have definitely brought him in. Yeah? <laughs> What's your point? Do we captain De Bruyne versus Burnley? If you think he starts, yes. If you don't, probably not. Wait, did Robinson... Okay, a few people are, like, bigging up Robinson. Did he do something great recently? No. Okay. Interesting. He's got 2.0, a 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, and people are bigging him up. I know he's quite attacking, but the front of the fence isn't great. Uh, I wasn't saying Jota is fixture-proof as any kind of knee-jerk rubbish online suggests. I'm a Liverpool fan. He scores in games against the big six on a very regular basis. Yeah, I know, but you're still... Like, if if Jota's got tough fixtures, I would still treat him like any other player and be less, be less like, enthused about getting him in. It, it doesn't mean I would ignore... I, I think, like, people are taking this as I think Jota is awful. I, I don't at all. Um, but I think long-term, I still question the minutes a little bit, maybe. Enough to, like... I might look, who knows? Maybe I'll end up buying him this week if, if the the stars align, but I just don't think that's gonna happen. I think the one thing to remember as well is if Liverpool double in twenty five, we're probably all gonna want at least two players, probably Trent and Salah if they're fit, and then probably one other, because you just want to attack a double game week, especially for Liverpool players, especially when they're playing Luton at home. But they will also blank in twenty six if that happens. So you've got to manage that as well. So do I want to bring in a player I'm not confident about minutes who will then also definitely miss a match afterwards, possibly one in 29 as well? It becomes a bit trickier. So there's there's lots to think about. I'm not I'm not ruling out I'm not ruling out Jota as an option. I just don't I, I just can't really think about what would have to happen for me to 
who really want to buy him. I guess injuries to like Gapo and, and Diaz. We don't have an idea of when Haaland's back, to be honest with you, no. Can you give a percentage chance for a double game week Liverpool in 25? Well, people like Ben Crennan and James from Planet FPL, they're pretty they're pretty high up that if Liverpool get to the final in 26, the Carabao Cup final, that the double will almost certainly happen in 25. And I think given that you would expect Liverpool to go through against Fulham, I mean, I would... It doesn't matter because we can wait for the semi-final second leg against Fulham to happen before we have to lock anything in for 22. But right now, if I had to make a decision based on whether Liverpool were or were not going to double in 25, I treat it as almost 99% going to happen, I guess. But again, it doesn't matter. You just wait. Like, There's no need to be making early transfers this week, I would say. Uh, many will be selling Saka now. He seems so un uninterested, <laughs> uninterested in scoring. Yeah, apparently there's been lots of debate about Palmer versus Saka captain. I've got to be honest, I haven't really seen um, any of it. Uh, yeah, look, Saka's got one return in six games, so I get why people want to sell him. I guess I'm, I guess my question will be, who are we buying? Like, and if the answer is Jota or De Bruyne, I don't, I don't see me selling Saka for either of those two players, to be honest with you. I mean, what are... Like, this is the thing, I'm so rusty uh, with... with FPL at the moment. I can't remember what fixtures they've got. So Forest away in 22, Liverpool at home in 23, which is difficult enough. I mean, three of the next four are all away. Forest, West Ham, Burnley, and the only the other one is Liverpool at home. Then it's Newcastle at home straight afterwards. Like, I don't think... I mean, I've probably said this for weeks. I, I don't think Saka is so good that you can't sell him. I, I, I don't think that. I, I just want someone... I, I want a midfielder that I actually want to buy before I sell him. And if my choice is between selling Saka or Gordon, which it probably would be, I'd probably sell Gordon first, depending on the, the money I need. I mean, if you take away the penalty, like, I, I get it as well, right? Palmer definitely takes penalties for Chelsea. Saka sometimes takes them for Arsenal. But if you take away the penalty, I think their data was pretty similar in the last game. I mean, Palmer's created slightly more a uh, few more chances. Like, if you take away the, the XG for the penalty, it's about 0.1, which is the same as Saka. And then Saka's expected assist was 0.41. Palmer was 0.68. So slightly better, fair play, but not by a massive amount. Um, and I just think if Saka takes the penalty and Palmer blanks, I know I'm kind of making this about Palmer versus Saka now, but generally my point is if Saka gets a penalty last weekend and takes it, we're probably not talking about selling him. Yeah, again, who, who are you buying? So anyone in the chat that wants to sell Saka, who, who are you bringing in? Tell me who you're bringing in. Because that's probably a better conversation. It's why, I, it's why I tend to hold on to players and a lot of people in the comments always think I hold on to them too long. It's more just, I want someone that I definitely want to bring in. Yeah, Jota, fair enough, fair enough. But I, I don't have any interest in making that move, I don't think. Bowen, definitely not. De Bruyne, yeah, fair enough. We talked about him a lot. If you think if you think De Bruyne is going to start against Burnley, I think Saka to, to De Bruyne is a good move. Yeah, if, he, if, if Saka's your way to get Salah back, then 100%. Once Salah is available, you definitely do that, 100%. Foden, yeah, not bad. Don't mind um, don't mind the Foden shout. I, I just think for me, with the money in the bank, I'd rather just do Gordon to Foden, I think. I actually, um, I, I actually might... I mean, I, I've said this for weeks now. Uh, eventually, I might sell... <laughs> eventually, like as if I'm just never going to sell him until game week 38. But over the next few weeks, I might actually sell Saka. I just want to be sure that it's the correct decision. So 
I've said this for weeks, right? If I want to have Trent, Haaland, and Salah, let's just say they're all fit and they're playing every week and I need all three of those, those, there's no way I can do that without selling one of Saka or Watkins. Like, it has to be done. And I'm fully prepared to do that to get those three players. But if those three players aren't fit and available, then I don't really need to sell either of Saka or Watkins. And then in game week 29, going back to what I said earlier, one of Arsenal versus Chelsea or West Ham versus Aston Villa is going to be on. And if the cup games happen in a way where I don't want a free hit in game week 29, then I need players that are going to play that week. And if Arsenal versus Chelsea is the game that's on, then I could just carry Saka the whole way through. And maybe Watkins is the one that gets sold instead. So, again, I, I don't mind people... I mean, you can do what you want, right? It's your team. I, I get why people want to sell Saka. They're frustrated. But I think the numbers recently have been pretty good from him. I think he has been a bit unlucky not to get more returns. I don't particularly like Saka to Jota. I kind of get Saka to Foden or De Bruyne. But Saka might be one of those players that I end up holding right up until the next wildcard. And then after that, Arsenal's fixtures are good, so I'll probably keep on it. I mean, there is a chance that Saka um, could stay on my team all the way until game week 38. I wouldn't completely rule that out. The numbers are always good, but no returns. But at some point, that those numbers will hopefully turn into returns. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Are Arsenal defenders a must-sell after Nottingham Forest? Um, no, to put it simply, I don't think so. I mean, Liverpool at home is not great, right? Arsenal will almost certainly concede in that game. But West Ham away, Burnley away, Newcastle at home, Sheffield United away, Brentford at home. I don't particularly mind Arsenal defenders for most of those games. And also, I think I think we keep going like... We keep going back and forward on defenders. Like, half of the narrative is there's no clean sheets anyway, so don't worry about them. And yet people really worry about Arsenal defenders. I, I, if, we, if, if there's no clean sheets anyway, who are you even selling to? Like, someone that might get you attack and returns, but most people already own, like, Trent or, Pe- or, or Porro or someone like that. Estupinian, I guess, is one player that not many people own just because he's only back recently. So maybe one Arsenal defender to Estupinian could be on the cards, yeah. But I think in general, I, I'm i not particularly worried about Arsenal defenders. I'm not going to get rid of them. There's no there's no reason to force them out, is what I would say. Um, you were frustrated with Nunez when he had numbers. Don't justify Saka. But there's a difference, right? Nunez isn't nailed on to start every single game and doesn't have penalties when Salah's around. So you're not. it's not the same thing. I mean, I'm... I don't know if, if frustrated is the, ro- the right word, but of course you always want your players to... I'm, it's not like I'm sat here thinking, happy days, right? Saka's only returned once in six game weeks. Love that. That's exactly what I want. I just don't really see a need to sell him. I mean, if I didn't have two free transfers and Haaland was available, I wouldn't have done Darwin to Alvarez anyway. I was just setting up for kind of future weeks. Uh, do I have some sort of idea... Of when you should use your second, oh, when I would use my second wild card, probably around game week 30, 31. And again, I don't want to like bore you to death here. <laughs> if you've made it this far in the stream, fair enough. Um, but what happens in the cup games, not not just this round of the of games, but maybe future rounds as well, could dictate when that wild card gets played. So potentially you could free hit in twenty nine, or or maybe dead end into game week twenty nine, then free hit out of it. But it's um. It's, it's it's kind of up in the air, but I, I think that's roughly the plan, what the plan was a while ago, and right now it hasn't changed, but it hasn't changed because we don't have the information yet that we that we kind of need. Uh, Watkins or Saka will be sold soon. Yeah, absolutely. I've said that for a while now, that I'm happy to sell one of them when the time is right. 
And look, it could be that we find out that Saka's, um, the Saka probably, it, or we're not going to, sorry, I should reiterate. We're not going to know for sure who's definitely, we're not going to know the whole confirmed schedule for game week 29. But it could be that Saka's blanking and this week I need to make a move that sets me up for future weeks and Saka goes. But it's not a, not a guarantee. Uh, is Eschapinia worth signing this week? I mean, if you need a new defender, he's probably up there as one of the best options to go for. Obviously, wait and see what happens tomorrow first because he could get injured. Uh, would I, I wouldn't do Alvarez to Tony unless Haaland's definitely back because if he's not, Alvarez is going to play up front against Burnley at home, which seems better than Tony this week. I can't, let me just double check what fixture Tony's got. Oh, he's got Spurs away, he? Yeah. Yeah, I, w I wouldn't do Alvarez to Tony this week. Richarlison is not the one. Uh, why not? Has he got six goals in his last six games? Good underlying numbers. Almost certain starts at the moment. Penalties as well while Son is out, probably. Yeah, Tony's fi Brentford's fixtures aren't particularly great. So I don't think there's a rush to get Tony. But again, coming back to that Saka-Watkins conversation, if it means for my team, I want to keep Saka and I'm going to sell Watkins instead, then Watkins to Tony before the double in 25, knowing that Brentford are definitely going to play in 26 and 29, that could definitely be an option. Why does no one talk about Bernardo Silva? He has a double-digit return this season. I did talk about him, actually, on the deadline stream. I was talking about him and Doku as potential punts ahead of the double. I just think with Bernardo Silva, I just don't rate him as an option generally, but I actually think he's okay to bring in at the moment, like as a short-term move. Oh, wow. Can you hear that weather? I don't know if it's going to come through on the mic. We've got a... Where I am at the moment, there's a red weather warning for wind. Could get up to like 130 kilometers an hour, I think. It's really banging on the window. I'm surprised the electric and the internet is still up. Should have said that at the start. There's a chance this stream will just go down um, with, with no notice. Uh, what was I talking about, though, before I was talking about the weather? Um, I got... Oh, I got sidetracked now. I've sidetracked myself, and I can't remember what I was talking about. Someone remind me what I was talking about. Saka, Watkins, Jota, Alvarez, Tony. Oh, Bernardo Silva, of course. Yes, Bernardo Silva. Um, yeah, I think it's a short-term move because of the fixture this week and the double in 25. I quite like him because of the price, right? But I wouldn't rush out and buy him as like a long-term option. Uh, Docker I quite like as well, but I'd want to know what's happening with Greenish because if Greenish is back, then, then there could be like just minutes worries there, I would say. Richarlison's a better option than Saka right now. I mean, possibly, yeah, in the very short term, you could say that. Not longer term, though, I would say. Uh, I was going to sell Saka. Uh, I don't think so. don't think I've thought about selling Saka anytime soon. I sold him once this season when he got injured. Uh, Tony, game week 33 onwards is a great option, yeah. We'll come back to that. I mean, I think Tony showed... I mean, t in some ways, I thought Tony was a little... I think he was quiet in terms of shots and like clear-cut goal scoring opportunities against Forrest but in general I thought he played really well he's probably the if we're talking about England strikers only I think he's the closest to Harry Kane in terms of how he plays like I'm not saying he's been he's obviously not been better than Watkins this season because he's not played but in terms of the style of Kane I think Tony is probably the closest which actually isn't I'm not going to go off on a tangent here but I think it's an interesting discussion for who should go with England to the Euros as backup for Kane do you take someone like Tony, who's probably a bit closer to how he plays? Obviously not as good. Or do you take someone that can give you something a little bit different? Conversation for a different FPL, uh, different YouTube channel, probably. Uh, danger with Tony is the deadline is one day before the transfer window closes. I don't, I don't see Brentford selling him, but you're right. It is a risk. 
There is a risk there. I, I just don't see... I think the money that Arsenal and Chelsea would have to pay, I think they'd just leave it till the summer. Uh, Jota is the perfect Salah replacement. He'll be popular soon. Yeah, I think he's already popular. He's just scored 19 points. He was already popular before this week. Tony should definitely go to the Euros. I would have probably thought of that like six months ago, eight months ago. I think Watkins has been so good for a long time now. Uh, if Madison is back, if Madison's back, is he a better option than Richarlison? I think if Richarlison was on penalties with Madison in the team, Richarlison would probably be better while he's getting minutes. But a longer term, I think you can try. Like Madison, when he's fit, is going to play every single game. I think with Richarlison, the minutes come down a bit, especially when Son's back. The only thing for me is I'm not, I'm not convinced that Werner's been brought in to play number nine. And unless Ange wants to play Werner on the left and Son through the middle and just take Richarlison out of the team, I actually think Richarlison might, might, not a guarantee, but might be okay in the medium term as well. I mean, his minutes will probably go down overall. Because if you start Son on the left and Richarlison through the middle, and then you want to bring Werner on, you probably bring Werner on for Richarlison and move Son central. But I actually think Richarlison might be a bit better. The only thing is, there's a good chance they blank in game week 26, and they could also blank in 29. So I would not rush out to buy Richarlison if you don't already own him. I think most people that own him are probably already got like at least a bit of a thought in the back of their mind about when they might sell him again. Yeah, I think I think Werner probably has just been brought in as a squad player, just to increase the numbers, I suppose, especially with, with Son out and all the injuries they've had. Could Watkins be a route to Harden and not Darwin because Darwin might double? Uh, yes, that would be something I would consider closer to the deadline, for sure. Richardson is the number one, number nine at Spurs. Uh, it certainly looks that way right now. And he was—he did have an injury, apparently, earlier on in the season as well. So maybe now, if he's fully fit, maybe that's a reason why he's being trusted a bit more. Plus, he's just playing really well. He's just playing really well. Yeah, I spoke about this earlier. I, I don't know if Harlan's going to be back for game week 22. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Kudus, potentially an option at some point when he's back. Werner chose Spurs as he was guaranteed game time pre-Euros. I'm not sure anyone will guarantee you game time. And if Werner is guaranteed game time, that means one of Richarlison or Son is missing out. And I just don't think that... I, I don't see it's going to be a permanent Richarlison on... Uh, sorry, Werner on the left, Son through the middle, and Richarlison just on the bench all the time. I mean, one of them could play on the right. But then you've got Kulisewski there as well. Brennan Johnson's got to fit in. I mean, maybe... Maybe Spurs was Werner's best option for getting minutes. But I don't think Antoine Scoli said you're... You know, you're definitely going to start every game or anything like that. Uh, would you do Trippier to Trent this week? I, maybe. I, I think that would have to be a maybe because as much as I would, and obviously the caveat being, we need to know if Trent's fit. If Trent is fit, then he's better for Chelsea at home, I would say, than, than Trippier is for Villa away. But the week after, Trippier's fixtures are pretty good. So I wouldn't rush into that. Uh, Watkins captain game week 22. I, I think Watkins captain this week is a bit like Watkins captain in 21. I get why people are looking at it, but I don't think I don't think he's probably in my top three for my team. I think I'd rather captain Alvarez, Richarlison, or even Saka ahead of Watkins. I don't think Newcastle are walkovers or anything like that. Same same as I didn't think Everton would be either. Would you say captain Alvarez or De Bruyne? I mean, right now, if we if we think that De Bruyne is not going to start, I'd probably say Alvarez. Solanke is surely in the running for captaincy. Probably not. Not for, not for an away game. I mean, 
I get it because West Ham defense has been bad <laughs> for most of this season, and Solanke's been pretty good. I don't, I don't think I've, I've not really thought about Solanke as captain. I mean, I guess you, you guarantee he's going to play, get good minutes and stuff. We know he's on penalties as well, but I don't think he's in my top three either. I mean, usually I do. I mean, I'm not even. I mean, right now, obviously, we've got nine days to go until the deadline, so lots could change. I'm not really that sure about Alvarez. I think, I think there's a chance I might switch to Richarlison captain over Alvarez, but we'll see. I don't know if I can turn down Man City's number nine against Burnley at home. Um, I think anyone asking about whether or not it's worth keeping Salah, we really need. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, right, but we need more information. One of which is. Are Egypt still in African Cup of Nations? And two, is that injury definitely going to be okay after two games? Or does he actually need longer out? Also three, do you need the money by selling Salah? Or could you still put a good team out while keeping them on the bench and, and limiting... And sorry, saving yourself a transfer down the line. Uh, you'd have Solanke over Saka. Mm, yeah, I can see it. I can see it for sure. I mean, every time I think about Saka as a captain... Um, the thought always does cross my mind about would he actually take the penalty if Arsenal get it? At least you know with Alvarez, without Harden and Solanke, they they will take the penalty and Palmer as well. I think I think that would be really annoying. Like if you captain Saka and he blanks, but there was a penalty given, he didn't take it. That would be super frustrating. Oh, Salah traveling back to Liverpool for rehab. I mean, wait, where have you seen that? Is that just is that news just come out now? Or you, where have you seen that? A couple of people are saying Salah's going back to Liverpool. I've not seen that anywhere, and I don't see that on Twitter. I feel like that'd be pretty big news because if he was going back to Liverpool, that's almost saying that they don't expect him to be available anytime soon. In which case, he probably isn't someone you'd hold. But I don't, I don't see that anywhere. Oh, breaking! Jurgen Klopp says the plan for Mo Salah is for him to do his rehab with Liverpool. If he is fit before the final, then probably yes, he will go back to Africa. Where, where have you seen that? Is that? Has he just said that? I mean, when's the final? Uh, AFCON final. Oh, yeah. I think I just pulled my mic out. Uh, 11th of February is the AFCON final, which is just after game week 24. So, potentially, that means that Sa Salah... Oh, yeah. Fabrizio Romano. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I should refollow him. I just... I, I kind of followed, unfollowed a few accounts that would non-stop posting stuff about Cristiano Ronaldo talking about his goals in Saudi Arabia. Okay. Mo Salah returns to Liverpool due to injury. The plan for Mo is to do his rehab with the club. If he is fit before the final, then probably he will go back to African Cup of Nations. Wow. If he's fit before the final. So there is a good chance that... Oh, sorry. Not a good chance. Let me just say, there is a chance that Salah is not available for the first game in game week 25. Because the final's on the 11th, 11th of February, and the first game for 25 will be on the 17th of February. That's interesting. So maybe Salah becomes a lot more sellable now. I mean, a lot, a lot still depends... A lot still depends on Haaland. That is interesting. Yeah, we already know he's going to miss the next two games, of course, for, for Egypt anyway. Who do I sell Salah for? I mean, who do I bench as well? If I, if I sell Salah, I've got to then bench one of my attackers. Interesting. I mean, you say Salah's a machine, he'll be back sooner than we think. I mean, you could be right. Salah is a bit of a machine. But two things. We know he's gen genuinely injured because if he wasn't, he'd be playing for Egypt. And so... As much as we go into every season thinking he's, he's always going to play, there's obviously something wrong this time. So that's that's different than usual. And then 
And also, he's getting a bit older now, isn't he? And I know he's super fit. Same thing as Ronaldo, right? He keeps himself in really good shape, etc. He's one of the fittest players in the league. He's never injured. I get it. But age catches up with everyone, right? So maybe maybe it will keep him out a little while this time. Uh, would Egypt are, are Egypt even going to qualify without him? Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. They could even be out before the next deadline. I think we're back. I think I think we're back up. Um, the weather is obviously causing problems with my internet connection. It just disconnected for a minute. If you listen on podcast, um, that's going to be a bit weird. I'm going to cut that bit of silence. Um, but we are back. Yes, this is this is the problem with doing stuff live. Um, but the 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 storm is pretty bad in Galway. I think to be honest, right, we've been going for nearly 50 minutes and i think i've answered about as much as i can without continuing to say it really depends on cup games and stuff like that and i just think the weather is going to now continuously cause issues with the stream so it might just be a good time to call it um especially on that that liverpool kind of i wouldn't say salah bombshell news but i do think it's interesting that he's going back to liverpool that kind of suggests that it's a bit worse than maybe just two games um so we'll see. So I think I'm going to leave it there. In terms of when the next piece of content will be, I'm not quite sure. And it's actually a little bit tricky because the deadline is on Tuesday, like a week on Tuesday. There's like nine days away. But also the FA Cup games aren't until Friday, Saturday, Sunday, etc. Um, so yeah, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, I think the I think the live stream's just gone again. So I'm just going to leave it there. And obviously anyone listening on podcast can just... Um, not have these issues because it's recording locally on the computer so thank you very much for watching if you did enjoy that make sure to give it a like and hit that subscribe button if you're watching on or sorry if you're listening on podcast please do rate five stars i promise the next one will be a little bit more coherent and a little bit less uh, technical issues but yeah red weather warning at the moment so hopefully the roof stays on and i will uh, i will catch you all later on thank you very much for watching and i'll see you again at some point in the future i'm not sure exactly when just yet Sports Social Podcast Network.